Good morning, good evening, good afternoon to wherever you are in the world listening to another episode of the Bar Am You podcast. Or is it? Yeah, you're right. I'm sure you saw it from the logo that you clicked on. This is another instalment of the Green Sunrise podcast. For any of you first-time listeners, my good friend Paul from the Green Sunrise podcast uh, asks me regularly to help him out with uh, episodes and uh, I'm nothing but excited to, to help him and um, these episodes are becoming really you know I'm really looking forward to doing them and, and publishing them uh, and I really hope that he gets the credit that he deserves for what he's trying to do um, mental health is a is a huge issue here in Scotland as I'm sure it is wherever you are in the world um, especially after the last you know few years with lockdowns it's only just amplified the problem so what Paul's trying to do is create like a charity uh, podcast business type um, that he's trying so hard to get off the ground and as I say I really I really hope that people support him because without people like Paul you know my thoughts I don't think it's gonna it's not gonna come from the government people are just being left to their own devices and to pop pills and drugs and uh, it's, it's not helping the issue so you know having chats which we've picked up I mean one of the biggest nuggets of information that I've found with with dealing with people with mental health is is that therapy is, talking is the best therapy like chatting with someone you know Bob was such an amazing guest on the first episode and he can talk and talk about this stuff he's he's a, a walking book of knowledge on mental health he's lived it and I always asked him, you know, the first time I met him, I says, what do you think helps the most? And he believes it's just exactly this, chatting, talking to people, because in that moment, you're forgetting who you are. And that's what a lot of us are. We're, we're, we don't want to, we don't love ourselves. We don't want to be in the moment. We want to, you know, play computer games, you know, find adrenaline rushes, you know, seek love in someone else and not fix ourselves. So this is a it's a it's a really good cause that that Paul has decided to do, and I'm more than happy to help him out. And as I say, please support him over at Green Sunrise Podcast on YouTube, BitChute, Google, uh, Rumble, all the all the big places. Um, he also does the MP3 files. So again, follow him on Anchor, Spotify, all those places. But I will upload the episodes as well. Uh, but. It's not me that you need to support in this fight. It's it's Paul. Get over to his place. Um, I've told him he should start a GoFundMe or a buy me a coffee at least because, you know, without Paul, he, he's running about in his car. He's making phone calls for these people. He he is he, he deserves all the praise he gets. Um, and and these episodes aren't cheap. You know, eventually we want to to be able to do these from from Paul's house. We're thinking about renovating it into a studio. Um and uh, yeah, that should be exciting. So again, I'm I'm more than happy to share these episodes. And this one in particular uh, was Nicola Taylor, who has been in and around the music scene here in in Scotland for nearly twenty years. She she told us in the episode, her and her brother started songwriting at the age of fourteen and learning instruments. And uh, boy oh boy, does she have a story in there that that got me. You know, I'm I'm gonna actually cut that out and 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 publish that as an episode in itself but um it links to the eyes wide shut episode that i just did 
So for all you guys, uh, please get on that film, watch it. I don't often push, you know, film and, and TV, but get on that film. I think there's a lot of truth in it. Uh, Stanley Kubrick uh, was his last ever film, and there's a lot of conspiracy behind what went on during the ending of the film and you know was there edits made was there footage left out so um you know this episode goes everywhere and i think what i've said to paul is what i like about green sunrise and doing these episodes is finding those nuggets of of truth and and little tips and tricks that people have picked up to help their own self uh, sorry mental health so like getting up making your bed that's step one you know things like that getting into that routine uh, going a walk, you know, not just sitting in, on your phone, not sitting in front of a computer. Um, those little tips and tricks. I think Paul could possibly in five, ten years write a book about all these uh, nuggets of of self help that that people have, have given to him. So again, here goes the episode, and please support him and uh, like, comment, share, all that good stuff. Um, bye, guys. Hi, and welcome to Green Sunrise Podcast. Brought to you by Paul Charlie Boy Quinn. The mission here at Green Sunrise is simple. We want to empower anyone who is living with mental health needs and step-by-step forward plan towards a brighter future. To improve health and mental well-being and to connect people with every service available. Our main goal is to work with individuals in a dark place bringing them towards a lighter, brighter future. You are Green Sunrise. Welcome back to Green Sunrise. We're back at the Green Room Glasgow yet again. Today we are with Baram You and our favourite, our, 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 my favourite pal. She will become a favourite pal. Uh, Nicola Taylor is going to be uh, being interviewed today, or we're having a chat with Nicola Taylor, and I'm looking forward to it. We're going to talk about high energy, we're going to talk about getting high, <laughs> uh, and we're just going to talk about uh, life. Uh, through her beautiful eyes. Uh, and obviously, let's talk about uh, more than that today. Uh, Ian from Baram You, how are you, mate? I'm great, great. Always excited for these shows. Um, this is the first one of 2023, um, and hopefully the first of many. Uh, we've got a lovely guest today that we're excited to talk about uh, with our music and all the 
stuff that you've been through, which is always a common theme on Green Sunrise. So I am excited to get on with it. Yeah. So uh, mental health and uh, we're going to talk about panic attacks. We're going to talk about anxiety. Uh, but we're going to just talk about you, Nicola. Nicola, over to you, Dylan. How are you? I'm doing good. Thanks good. very much for having me. I've watched a few of your podcasts and this is quite a cool wee setup. So aye, I'm no, digging it, mate. That's good. That's good. Now, you've just come out, you've just released, uh, is it Get High? Get High. Get yeah, High. New single. It's a new single. Uh, explain what's, what's been happening with that. How, how are you going well, on that? I, well, actually, I wrote the song a few months ago and the song is basically about the cycle of addiction, funnily enough. Um, one of the relationships where you're with somebody that's you're that's not good for you, but you're also not good for them and you know you really should break up, but the passion's too good. Mm-hmm. Um, and aye, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, aye. Yeah, so, uh, but you've got a new, you've, you've, there's obviously, you've got a few new songs that you've wrote, you were telling us today. Aye, I've got five new songs I've actually just wrote within like the past two weeks. Because did you know that way you can get a wee, get a wee bit stagnant, it's like maybe if you've released something mm-hmm. and then you've you've um, you've kind of been on it for a while, that's kind of mm-hmm. how I've been maybe like for the past two months and I'm like, mm-hmm. I need new stuff now. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was saying a year later on, I've done like a whole... It's like a rebrand now. Like mm-hmm. I took everything off of Spotify, all my distro kid. I just, do you know that you just don't, well, I just didn't resonate with any of the music anymore, you know, and it's, yeah. it's no really, it doesn't represent me as a, like a, the artist that I am, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. And, so, so you just to jump in there, do you I, mean the style of music or do you mean the lyrics? Like, do you mean kind of like- the, All of it. All of it? All of it, okay. I, because I was writing- See, when I really looked at it, I had one track that was a dance track, a house dance track. Next minute, I'm sitting there with a rap, hip hop. I'm like, Nicola, what kind of artist are you? See if we're coming to see you. What are we getting? You know? Uh, so I was like, I need consistency. The people that are coming to see me and that are listening need consistency yeah. as well. And that's what I've done. And I've kind of just went back to my roots. We've got some soul, obviously, soul voice, R&Bs and stuff mm-hmm. is my usual um, genre and it's the, the most enjoyable genre that I like to write in. Oh, uh, and I've sprinkled it with a wee bit of funk, which is coming yeah. soon. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. So as soon as, it, well, obviously, I've known you for about a year and a bit, probably. Uh, and I've been watching your stuff uh, on YouTube and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's brilliant. I love it. I really love it. And then obviously, just as you brought out, uh, your new single, I thought, right, I'm going to give you a wee message say, look, do you want to come on the podcast? And we'll talk about you, but we'll talk about, uh, obviously, the stuff regarding mental health. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I just thought y- your energy, since I've known you, you've you've always had high energy anyway, right? Likewise, so, mate. So it's big, it Two years are sitting here with ADHD, like, <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> Certain noises happen. But, uh, yeah. so, I've, <laughs> so I've been... I've been I've been so excited when I said to Ian, mm. uh, in fact, it was just going to be me and you. I thought, hey, we'll just get this done. And then there was a few things that you said that I thought, no, do you know what? Ian will be really good for that. As, as would Bob uh, and Maggie as well, who have obviously come onto the podcast as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I thought, right, Ian, Ian's ready for this as well. And I think it'd be good to get Ian in to find out. <clears throat> we won't talk about, obviously, the, the like conspiracy theories and all that, but we will speak about... We will speak about certain things that are, that are, crack, that are, that are uh, happening at the moment. Mm-hmm. And I thought, right, let's just get you in. Let's let's talk to you about right. that. Now, I know you're a, a vocal coach as well. You kind of started to be a vocal coach as well. Or a, a... I've done it over the years, Paul, um, back and forth. And I was just trying to like more, like now, as I was saying earlier on, it's like 
you know where you're putting your energy yeah. you know that that's right. where your your focus and intention like if you want to go where you want to be if mm-hmm. that makes sense like mm-hmm. energetically so i'd, I'd kind of didn't know what i was spread myself too thin by doing the vocal coaching by doing the writing for so and so try to write for myself mm-hmm. and then you're the next minute like yep. a lot of people don't know when you're an artist that's right. like you're writing recording you're mixing you're mm-hmm. mastering you're promoting you're marketing mm-hmm. speaking to the promoters you're like right well if i actually get any time for myself mm-hmm. you know so um i kind of cut it out for a wee while um and Sometimes when you're working, it depends on who the students are. It's mm-hmm. like, so you get some people that are really into it, mm-hmm. which makes it dead easy. Mm-hmm. And sometimes there's people that come back like, mate, we've been on that for about five months. I mean, Aye. I mean, keep getting with the dough, but <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Get the dough in the knicker yeah. pocket. Aye. Um, but apart from that, I'm going to be starting it back up soon. Yeah. So... So I kind of I confused things a wee bit, didn't I? Because when we're walking in here, I was singing, or you were singing, or we were singing. And I said to which your favourite S Cub. So, so let's not confuse the matter. This is not anything to do with S Cub. Uh, <laughs> but it was good to get a wee, uh, wee sing song we and coming into the green room this morning yeah. or this afternoon. Uh, so look, I, I'm looking forward to this chat. Let, let's let's get down, let's get down, down to business. So you've spoken about your, your latest single, right? Yeah. Let's talk about let's talk a wee bit about the mental health stuff that we spoke speaking about, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, you had a you had an eating disorder when you were seven. Aye, right. So right? I'm gonna, am I taking you back? So let's, let's <laughs> I'll take you back. Let's, let's go right back to the, the let's go straight straight for that, right? right. You had an eating disorder when you're seven because that relates to the things that we can speak about. Right? Abs- no, absolutely. Um, this is stuff that nobody knows. <laughs> are, you, are you all right to talk Aye, about this? I, no, absolutely. It's just go, obviously going back. No, um, I so when I was younger, um, probably about five or whatever, like my mum and dad split up, the divorce, the usual thing. Most people go through it, mm-hmm. but they didn't know what was going on because it was a, like there was a period of time I just stopped eating, and I was like, you know, when you're younger, you don't really think you just like I want to get and go and play with my pals and mm-hmm. eat sweets, but not actually have any food like mm-hmm. proper uh, nutritious food or anything. Um, and that lasted for about a year. And they kind of, then they ended up putting it down to like, well, is this stress because of what's happening? Yeah. But anyway, there was a point where I was really, really malnourished. I was, I really, I wasn't eating. I was dehydrated. And then I think I got to about the age of 10. That that only lasted for that bit of time. And then I picked up a wee bit, but the nutrition wasn't really there. Like, don't get me wrong. My mum done her best and stuff like that. And was, you know, fucking working three jobs and plus training to do, you know, be mm-hmm. a fucking um sorry excuse my language excuse my language uh it's, it's right. just working working really working hard for right. me and my brother and sister yeah. um and then when i got to 10 there was a moment where i thought i was dying do you know that when you're like what's going on and i didn't know what it was and it was, my, it was a panic attack Jeez. and i was like oh i've never i've got no reference so i don't know mm-hmm. i don't know what this is but mm-hmm. anyway so my next door neighbor came in and i was like i don't know what's going on and i was like thanks mom you know uh and then she managed to kind of calm me down and i was like wow but growing up you start you get to know your body more see mm-hmm. when you start to tune in mm-hmm. and as i get a bit older you know you go through your wee your wee ascension ages your wee uh, milestones yeah, you go yeah. oh my god i thought i was awakened and then you go no yeah. <laughs> you've got more uh layers to shed yeah. and then it happened again when i was 23 and i went on tour with a band um just for a few months and i had this other this other awakening and then i ended up getting really sick 
after it when mm -hmm. I'd came home I was really homesick and then that was when I really started my journey so I don't, I don't know if you know but I've got another business where I do massage holistic therapy no. um, right, okay. healing it's called heal the soul you can mm -hmm. check that out right, heal, um, heal the soul heal the soul baby um, and that's when I really started so I was over in Morocco and I was singing six nights a week with this band and um, I ended up going to the spa most days. Mm -hmm. I know I'm going off on a heavy tangent, right? No, but this no, was this is this is kind of how I got into what I was doing. Mm -hmm. um, and they were teaching me the next, like I was getting all these massages and all that done because I was wearing heels. My feet were like, mm -hmm. my feet were really in, in a bad way wearing heels six days a week, you know? Right. Uh, being on stage and, you know. But anyway, so we were doing the massage stuff and I was like, I'm really into this. This is really, Aye. I need to, a bit of healing. So when I got home, I was going through, a, oh, I was with somebody that just wasn't very supportive, you know, of trying course. to take you away for what you're doing and mm -hmm. whatever. Um, and then I, I ended up doing more training and ended up starting the business when I was 23. So I've been doing that what, now for what, nine years or something yeah, now. Yeah. Um, helping other people as well on the side. So that's what I do mm -hmm. alongside so music. you're and, getting a lot at that? I love it. Yeah. It can be tiring though. It can be draining because you're absorbing, especially if you're like empathic, you're absorbing people's energy mm -hmm. and you're trying to kind of transmute that so you're not feeling everything, yep. you know? So are you able to to watch yourself and look after yourself when you when you know you're, you're maybe absorbing too much energy from other people that's negative? Obviously. Well, see now, see now that I've just turned 32, two days ago. Yeah, hey, um, all by the way, same age as my, uh, same same birthday as my, my yeah, princess. Yeah, 11th of Janvier. Yeah. Yeah, man. So uh, it was good, but it's taken me all this time now. Do you know that way to, when you, when you really know how to look after yourself mm -hmm. and you, you, you know what makes you tick. Yeah. And I think, I was saying this earlier on as well, like I've been single for a year. Mm -hmm. This has been the longest that I've mm -hmm. been single. Mm -hmm. See the benefits of it. Like, don't get work. me wrong. You get lonely, don't you? Yeah. But at the same time, there's been so many good things that have came from it. Mm -hmm. Mentally, I feel clearer. Yep. I know what the path is. I know that the things, you know, like things like swimming, I've been pure at that yeah. and like mm -hmm. high cardio and just, aye, pretty much mm -hmm. what yeah. you're saying. Aye. aye. I've been heavy looking after myself this year. So the 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 swimming, how did the swimming come about? So when, when did I've you... always loved swimming. Oh, have you? Aye, I've always loved it. I was actually more of a runner. So the running was always good, but, and I used to do like park runs. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, your knees, your joints yeah. and stuff, and you go, right, well, I need something that's low, uh, not, it's not capacity, low. I like less impact on your intensity, knees. Intensity, uh, aye, intensity, on your joints. Right. Aye, aye, aye. Just pull. Um, so the swimming was obviously better, but I just got some goggles on her day. <laughs> that was a, a mermaid for a few hours in the pool. They're like, we need to get this lassie out the door. Um, but no, I love it. I really love it. It's, aye, it's, it's great. And like weights and stuff, it's just... Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's, it's so beneficial and, I, and I, I need to say as well I've, I need to get back to the gym I've said, I said to you before I come in I need to get back to the gym uh, my mate Big Paul he's like Paul Kalatowicz so mm -hmm. pun his name but I need to get back to it it's, it, because if you don't get back to it you've spoken about uh, it really, that's think, my new you, year new me you need to get back <laughs> to it and it's yeah. not this, it's not this January thing I, I spoke to it uh, well I spoke on, on my podcast all night about mm -hmm. you can you can set yourself up for the fall Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people are doing that just now yeah. in January. They're, they're setting themselves up for the fall. Whereas in they're going, signing up for a full year. If they, if, if they can get to March, mm -hmm. they'll, they'll be winning, right? Mm -hmm. But I think, I don't know. I, so I need to 
make sure that I'm going in with the, the right mindset and so that I stick to it. How how do you stick to it? How are you finding yourself sticking to it? Is it well, you enjoy here's it? here's the thing, right? We're in winter, right? So winter lasts and so until we get to spring, mm-hmm. nature is nature is people like, everything's quiet, like everything's mm-hmm. in hibernation. Mm-hmm. We should be following nature because that's what we're a part of. We've just yeah. been conditioned to, oh well, it's the start of the year, we need that you don't need anything. Your body's in sleep mode, rest, mm-hmm. recovery, that's mm-hmm. where you should be at. Mm-hmm. Then when it comes to springtime, that's when things start to pick mm-hmm. back up. Right. Flowers start to blossom, you get that wee spring in your right. step because the sun comes back. Mm-hmm. Well, there's no sun. That's why people are sitting there like, right, well, I'm gonna sit in the house, the weather's shit. I'm going to have a wee joint. Um, if I'm not going to do that, I'm yeah. going to order some food or I'll have a wee drink. Why not? Uh, so yeah. you're looking for a constant kind of outlet just to escape, uh, especially I, with what's going on in today's yeah, yeah. world. Do you want to yeah. escape this shit, this yeah. rubbish? Sorry. So that's, so, so I've never actually, I've never actually read it or seen it like that. Aye. So it's, uh, are something about the 21st of March being it used to be the new year or some countries still celebrate new year as March the 21st. Right. And it makes sense as well because March is like spring, as you say. Mm-hmm. That's when the new offspring, offspring, it's all in the language. And the other thing is, uh, oh, what was I going to say? Ah, oh, there's someone else. Oh, October, the eighth month. Well, right now it's the 10th. Oct means eight. It should be. Mm-hmm. March right. should be the first month. It's something, right. ugh, it's something I've picked up, but. So what you're saying is basically we should wait till March and start the gym in March. That's it. <laughs> oh, wow. So they've added an extra month. Yeah. So, but whilst in January and February, swimming has been the one you're go-to at the moment. Yeah. And just, aye, aye, I've been having more of that. But the thing is, on the other hand, do you know that way when you become aware of things, it's like, oh man, I can't unknow that now. So I'm going into this pool and I'm like, right, well, the pool's full of chlorine. Mm-hmm. Your, your skin's the largest organ of your body oh, yeah. so your pores are absorbing that stuff yeah you go right well i'm going to be sharing this pool with <laughs> lots of other people you right. don't know what their status uh, is right what is the shedding vibe <laughs> how's that going to affect me mm-hmm. um but how do i still live and enjoy myself mm-hmm. uh, you know I, so you're constantly uh-huh. in a thing you you're just when you when you're so aware of health uh-huh. And it's not, you know what I'm saying? Aye. Aye. No, I do, I do, I do. Aye. It's a tough one. I think we all need, we're, we're all downtime. Like that, what you were saying there, you sound as if you're busy and you need to know where to put your energy. But my issue, and I think yours as well, is for me with the podcast, I'm kind of jumping on Call of Duty at nights and wasting my time. Aye. And I need to, you know, put my energy elsewhere. But little tips like that is what, you know, the listener listening to t- today would maybe hit pick up on and absolutely I, I think those are valuable tips mm-hmm. uh, how much how much is has singing saved your life as and how much has singing brought to you as in you as a singer what what was what was the first moment and that's a daft question one of those questions you, you must get asked all the time but what what was it that said like singing's for me um was it just a cat were you constantly I started, singing. Well, I started singing like from probably my earliest memory when I was about seven. Mm-hmm. And I always remember singing in front of the mirror. That kind of cliche, you know, mm-hmm. you're like, I pure, want, I pure love this, but you don't quite know why. It's mm-hmm. just you're seeing these young pop stars mm-hmm. that are impressionable mm-hmm. on young people mm-hmm. that can um, manipulate you and what you want to buy. And it, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, but um, my mum said that even younger than that, I was always kind of 
like you know singing ah, yeah. it's quite cute when i uh. when i really think about it but it was actually when i was 11 my dad had brought a guitar into this and my brother's musical as well so he right. sings my brother has got some range like mm -hmm. some tone he's really quality so he's a singer he's a singer as well he's a singer as plays well. guitar right. he's really good but um so anyway me and my brother would write songs for years like that was that was we stuck together like mm -hmm. my oh. brother my brother was almost yeah. like a father figure to me if that makes sense right. he would really yeah. look out for me as well yeah. as being a brother um oh, and my then my sister's now listening to this <laughs> you know they got on like a cat and dog who are i fighting okay uh, you get that see if your uh, brother's not annoying you when you're older i think you Aye. mature and you get on you fight you fight oh, for mike oh right was wrestling <laughs> and stuff like that. Oh. but she would batter me and so i just let her <laughs> mate, mate, I'm not joking. That's what we done. My mum would go out right. Tuesday night, every Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Mum's like, I'm away to the bingo. Like, <laughs> fantastic. WWE <laughs> on Sean Michaels, it. Triple H. <laughs> like, oh my God. Next minute, me and my brother have made a a ring in the living room. Yeah. <laughs> Mum, I don't know what's happened. Black <laughs> Isle. But um, who was your favourite wrestler? Sean Michaels. Was it Sean Michaels? He <laughs> was. See, when I was when I was about five, mm -hmm. I watched him. I was watching me. Me, my brother and my sister and my dad, we all were watching. Uh, we used to watch every week. And I remember just seeing him. And I remember seeing the long hair. <laughs> I don't know what was going on, man. So, so it was Sean Michaels and it was it Brett the Hitman Hart? Were they the two that... That's he, before. That's well, maybe. They're in the same... But they, they, was it they like in a... The uh, same time, but when I seen him in like Hell in a Cell and uh, we yeah. undertaken at that, just really <laughs> done it for me. And then I've always ever had it, like ever since I've had a thing for guys with long hair. <laughs> right. Just, it's does something to me. Uh, <laughs> but what were we actually talking about? I know. Uh, what, I, we, wrestling is, I don't know. No, so we're talking about you, singing. Oh, singing. So I, so sorry, after, I after then, like me and my brother were, were just learning the guitar and just, it's a whole new thing, you know, but we right. always loved music. You know, my dad loved like, uh, David Bowie, you know, Frank Zappa, all the good, the, the really good, um, Barbara right. Streisand, people that yeah. are really influential, that mm -hmm. were really talented, you know. Um, and then it, when I got to 14, that's when I went to my first songwriting class. Mm -hmm. And it, ever since then, that was it for me. Yeah, I didn't look back and the guy I worked with and some of the, you know, the lyrics and all, he's like, you're quite young to be writing lyrics like that. And I was like, Emma, <laughs> like, she's been traumatised. <laughs> Who is this bitch? She's in <laughs> She's an excellent being groomed. Uh, I know, I know. Nicola, we're just taking it in this wee room here and we're going to do silly things to go. <laughs> Make sure I've got something to play with. <laughs> see, on that, I, I, know, I didn't want to lower the tone at the time, but see, no, that, like the whole, when you talked about your eating disorder and what might have triggered it with maybe your, your mum and dad splitting up yeah you know? that's the kind of the journey i went on when i first got into like politics and then i started listening to a philosopher uh, a podcast philosopher thousands of shows and i honestly would go into my work mm -hmm. eight o'clock in the morning and put him in my ear for eight hours mm -hmm. and i learned so much about myself and how going through the exact same as you splitting up arguments fights yeah. seeing those things at a young age mm -hmm. and uh i was affected by it as well i didn't have eating disorders i was uh, for me, it was the confidence. I was just a wee a shell, and Absolutely. even now, like the eye contact things and the confidence. Sometimes maybe you all pick it up, but mm -hmm. there's things that I've had to work through. And you're like, uh, my heart goes out to you when you're saying about like that's maybe what brought on the eating disorder, and your mum and dad don't know why, you know. And there's so many people out there have been affected by that. Mm -hmm. So I I always tell people if if they've got like we've, I've spoke to Bob, I've spoke to Maggie, and 
like to me, you've got to do a bit of self searching, soul searching, Absolutely. and do a bit of self knowledge. That's a word. Mm -hmm. um, where you look at what these things can do to you and how you. So that's what I've said to Paul, like having these charts where you learning what you did to overcome those things Absolutely. is the key to Green Sunrise for yeah. me. Oh, I, I love being part of it for that. Like 100%. hearing those little, at the end of the, maybe in five, 10 years time, you could write a book on all the tips that the, people the have done. And, and, Absolutely. Uh, the, the golden gems and the, yeah. the wee nuggets. Gain people a, a blueprint. Yeah. So they're no, yeah. people aren't guessing and they're not just watching a video. Oh, I done this. Or, That's you know, a, it's like, these are tried and tested yeah. methods. Aye. But um, I agree with you, mm -hmm. definitely. Um who would, you, who would you say, uh, growing up, who were you listening to then if at that that age? Who were you listening to? Who was your kind of biggest inspiration? Mariah. Oh, so Mariah Carey was my first one. Number, <laughs> Mariah Carey number ones. I mean, the absolute album with all of the great songs on it that changed my life really Aye. and made me so made me want to be that you know i mean mm -hmm. you're, you're not going to be mariah carey no. she, she she is her own person but yeah, of course. inspiration wise and yeah. songwriting wise absolutely um and it was always there for me no matter what you know but you would maybe go from that and then you'd maybe go and be doing like a workout and then you'd put on like lincoln park mm -hmm. or some really kind of Corn or mm. some really, yeah, yeah. you know, you go through yeah, your right. phases, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I music's always been there. Yeah. Just it's the mm -hmm. same way for millions of people. Not just oh, like it's yeah. I feel this way. Millions of people, music helps yeah. you. It's vibration into it. Yeah. So yeah. if you're listening to stuff that's maybe quite aggressive, you're going to get aggressive yeah. because mm -hmm. of how it affects your vibration. Mm -hmm. Same way, if you're listening to positive stuff, your language, as you were saying earlier yeah. on, the the language is. Mm -hmm spell casting isn't it oh, really right. so with the yeah. things that people are saying mm. and even uh, sorry i know i'm jumping on from no, lots no, of different no, things but it's, but it's all relevant so mm. things like even when you're watching the tv and how that's affecting your programming mm. how your mm -hmm. third eye has mm -hmm. you know receiving yeah. that information um has a major effect oh, on yeah. you as a as a human being and how yeah. how how uh what am i trying to say here how you're vibrating as a human and obviously when you're watching that it's all fear-based mm -hmm. so when you're watching and absorbing things that are yeah. fear-based you're not living up to your true potential so you're not actually able to use your intuition to mm -hmm. you you can heal yeah. yourself no matter yeah. what yeah. you're in control like yes i love this god is sorry i know yeah. it's no it's good that's, no, no, it's, god, god is, is within, within god is within i um mm -hmm. sorry that oh that we can talk about we that later on that. Mm -hmm. um no, I that, that god is within me but the you said something about the third eye was your third eye open <sighs> my, third, my third eye was open in the womb my mum <laughs> thought she had a second so, well that's no. what they say i've just started to get do this candle thing i don't know so how, how do you work with your third eye and all that so the third eye being a uh, the clarity that brings to the decisions that you make for example so people have been telling me about this candle trick where you look into the candle for mm -hmm. two or three minutes then you close your eyes until until the vision the orangeness turns to blue oh heard that one. No, so i've, I've started doing it it was actually my my boys uh, mum and uh, gran mm -hmm. and they've been talking to me about it and i've been doing this for die i've done it last four nights or so uh -huh. not last night but four nights for that and you do it two or three times, or three times you do it, and it's just you look at the candle. I've obviously lights it out, candle, and you look into the the candle for two minutes, and then you just close close your eyes, look away, and you see the the, the gold, the gold flame, and you just just keep looking at that until it disappears or until it turns blue. Okay. And then once it turns blue, that's when you go back to the the candle, awesome. and you do that three times, and suppose like that opens up. 
It strengthens your, strengthens your, your visualization. Your and opens up your third eye. Mm -hmm. It helps to do that. Aye. Some people say it's a lot of crap, but then again, it's just one of those things that... I think it depends on how sensitive you are. See, from, yeah. being, see from yeah. being really young, I've always been involved in that. I was mm -hmm. always involved in like new age stuff, even mm -hmm. though it's not new, it's mm -hmm. very old, you know. Um, uh, things like angels, yeah. tarot cards, like mm -hmm. I've been there, my auntie was a witch, like, you know yourself, yeah. the, the thing is they, they put these, they put these names on things mm -hmm. to make you see it or view it as a bad thing. Mm -hmm. You go, well, if you really look at it, which who's actually helped people, uh, they were all about natural medicines, yep. healing, yep. and men didn't like it. Religions didn't like it. People in power didn't like it. That's why women have been suppressed so much. Mm -hmm. Right. You know? Um, but back to what we were talking about musically. Musically. It's all connected, I suppose. <laughs> I yeah, suppose yeah. it is. But back to what we're saying. Um, uh, was it music we were talking about? No, I no, no. Yeah. We were talking about health. We were talking about health, right. weren't we? So... From being young and having that disorder, mm -hmm. um, I had a lot of anxiety. Was this the bit I wanted to like? How did you overcome that, or have you still got it? Are you still? What was the one? Because I mean, singing on a stage—that's something Aye. that you wouldn't need to hear. Well, ultimately, um, I realised that it's your gut. Mm -hmm. Everything lies in the gut. See, if your gut's not right, you're not a clear channel. Mm -hmm. So if you've got any, because I just found out that even things like gluten, mm -hmm. gluten and dairy, obviously dairy's packed with estrogen and mm -hmm. hormone disruptors. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what did you just ask me? The, about the anxiety and how you've overcome that Aye. side of it. So mm -hmm. yep. what I noticed was by cutting out things like gluten, gluten actually activates. So see when it reaches your stomach, okay. things like burgers like buns bread all the things that contain it like pasta and all of that yeah it's a protein that really shouldn't be in food there's a lot of countries that don't have okay. gluten because wow. of how it affects you it, how it affects the human right. body so when you absorb the gluten it reaches your stomach it reaches the um what's it called it sends the signal from your gut mm -hmm. to your amygdala and right. it activates your sympathetic nervous system which means that it puts you into fight or flight mode. Mm -hmm. So after you're having something to eat, then it's almost like it subdues you. So see, after you've had a big meal of pa like pasta or whatever yeah. it is, or you'll be sitting there and you'll just be not wanting to do anything. Mm -hmm. It makes you sluggish. See, if you cut gluten out, mm -hmm. gluten is a complete game changer. And I started working with um, a chiropractor about two years ago. Mm -hmm. and he started doing adjustments on my back and, you know, I was having a lot of issues with my stomach and I always have ever, like ever since the disorder, the yeah. eating disorder away back years ago, always had auto, like autoimmune conditions. I'm like, why am I allergic to things? Mm -hmm. Why am I, how, why do I have right. eczema? And I realized it all lay in the gut. Mm -hmm. Right. So I think that's, right. I think that's another thing where I wasn't eating because I think subconsciously I, I was feeling sick because there were foods I was allergic to as well. Yeah. On top of the trauma, on top of everything else that went with it. Mm -hmm. um, wow, I didn't know this was going to be, honestly, because I was watching <laughs> I was watching something on the YouTube the other day and it was, the guy was talking about the gut and he was talking about the stuff that we're putting into our system. He, he was talking about actually us taking vitamins and it was how, that it's a lot of crap. 
that it's Aye. actually a lot of crap that the stuff that you're taking is just no good for you. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and cutting things out is where we should be. No, I never watched, I never actually took note on it. It was just one of those passing documentaries I was watching. Mm -hmm. But it's, now that you've said that, it makes, it does, it makes so much sense. And Absolutely. I, and I think similar mm -hmm. to, if you're drinking, if you're drinking alcohol, right? Yeah, it's, it's good we hit for the, that next couple of levels, but it's a depressant. And we speak about that all the time, so mm -hmm. that it's a depressant. Mm -hmm. And that's also part of your gut, I suppose. Absolutely, uh, yeah. So uh, drinking alcohol, I mean, you still drink alcohol, but you don't drink that much, don't you know? I've never really been one no, a like pure binge binge. Right. I can have a wee drink or two and then go, right, I've had enough. Mm -hmm. Same even like with things like drugs. Yeah. I'm no really, you yeah. know, you try it and you go, right, I've tried it, I wouldn't do it again. Mm -hmm. um, and I think as you get older, you know yourself, you get... You don't can't just get away with just a wee one day hangover. It ends up turning into three until you've detoxed. You're like, right, my back on it. Get, you know, yeah, it's, yeah, and that. it's not worth it. Mm -hmm. um, and how it lowers your vibration. And it's mm -hmm. that's the thing. It's all about vibration. Oh, yeah. 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 No. So uh, <clears throat> I suppose the phys the physical aspect of where you are going in a so you have you have rituals you, you must have rituals going in before you start a performance mm -hmm. or if you obviously because you go to college as well still don't you and you're still studying uh, yeah aye, aye, aye. college yeah so explain to me how, how do you how do you get yourself ready to go into your day uh, if you're going to college for if example if i'm going to sing like to if, perform, you to, if you're going to sing yeah um so i would usually warm up practice for about an hour before I do anything right probably have like a wee I'd make like a ginger lemon and honey make sure that it's raw though it's mm -hmm. organic um a wee bit of black pepper you know and oh, right. the, the ginger's obviously good for the yeah um you know yourself to promote, back yep. aye, promote the white blood cells as well to kill yep. off any infection um I that's the type of thing I would do uh was there anybody that showed you that or did you just learn it from just learned it. Just learned it Aye. from... I mean, don't get me wrong. You hear through the grapevine or the things yeah, you yeah, watch, yeah. you go, oh, these wee herbs and that are good. But actually using it, even a lot of steam as well. I'll do a wee, a wee voice steam, put steam over my voice, get the vocal mm -hmm. cords hydrated as well. Mm -hmm. um, and then I jump about, do some wee bit of, is it qigong movements? <laughs> All, right. All right. Help with the flow of energy because, mm -hmm. you know, Aye. yourself, you can be sitting stagnant for a while and then you're just up. Aye. Getting your body shaking. Right. Because... You know, see like your blood, see mm -hmm. when you're doing like cardio and your heart's going, your, your thing is moving your blood through your, for your yeah. circulation, right? Mm -hmm. You don't have that way things like lymph fluid. Okay. So see, obviously the lymph's there, eh? you get your lymph nodes in your neck, right. all over your body to help with fighting infection. Mm -hmm. So um, you need to actually physically be moving yeah. to get that movement in your lymph fluid. Mm -hmm. And that's why when you exercise, you're like, fuck, I feel great. Uh, well, some of, so have you done any of the cold water therapies or anything like that? Because I know that. So you, no, like you a hy hypothermia. <laughs> well, I was like, why am I still cold? But did you do the horse dance and all of that when you came out from the cold? And, and nah. it gets your, well, what, when I started doing the cold water therapy, it was like, you're going into Loch Lomond and uh -huh. five, ten, whatever's going to be, and then back out. And it's, you're freezing, right? You're absolutely yep. freezing. But if you don't do the horse dance, they call it the horse dance. No. I'll do that wee quick. Mm -hmm. <laughs> upper body upper bo and you've got to do this kind of ball thing you move this ball and if you don't do that Aye. after you come out of the water then it's going to be really obviously bad for you because you're not moving your body you're not moving. Aye, the chi the chi yeah that's mm -hmm. it 
So, so, so is that what you're kind of talking about as well before you're kind of getting ready for your, your voice stuff? Aye. Aye. Well, it's all, it is all linked. Um, mm. Aye. Aye. How are you getting on with uh, advertising? I was asking you earlier, like advertising yourself, getting yourself out there, uh, uh-huh. gigs, do you do gigs? And, um, like aye. I've been, I've been gigging for a really long time. Like mm-hmm. I've, I've been in, working in the music industry for the past 18 years. Mm-hmm. So, um, I've had some really, really incredible opportunities. Uh-huh. Ones that I didn't actually go ahead with just because of how it would have affected me morally, which no, wasn't worth the sacrifice. No. So I've had some cracking, cracking opportunities. Um, but I'm at a stage now that I'm a bit older. I know the corruption in the music industry. Mm-hmm. I know how it works. I know what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that it's a business and I know that the, I know that the people that run the industry are but uh, like they're invests investors, they're bankers. It's not about it's not about talent. It's never been about talent. Mm-hmm. Um, it's right. Well, how much money can we make from this lassie or him, this guy or this band? Right. And mm-hmm. when they stop making me money, they're getting dropped. So it, it reminded me that you're disposable, mm-hmm. and I'm not disposable, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to be surrounding myself with people that treat me as right. not disposable. <clears throat> so now, now that's what we were saying earlier on with the Spotify and all this stuff. I've taken everything off because. I wanted a clean slate, mm-hmm. rebrand myself, just stick to what I'm good at mm-hmm. and that's it. And you know what? Be an, an a successful independent artist. Yes. Mm-hmm. So this is like a clean slate for me. So this is, the, this is the difference between a, a successful independent artist Aye. and somebody who's, who's, who's really just getting told what to do, can I? Absolutely. And it's, it is because... <clears throat> Shall I, I don't know whether to tell you a story. <laughs> is it story time? Yeah, uh, so basically, basically when I was uh, 19... Um, I had a few people that were involved that were trying like, oh, I'll manage your And you're 19, you're not giving up. No, you you know, you're just it. like, right, I should I sing. I'm going to be getting songs. I'm doing this, you know. Um, and I was working with quite a few different people. Uh, so anyway, I was invited to an A&R uh, gig and it was basically, it was a hotel down <laughs> And they had an, an event on in every room. So one room you were walking in, it was like dance. It was like house, big, you know, singers, you know, mm-hmm. like um, big soul singers, you know. So it was like really good, high, high energy. Mm-hmm. Next minute you're walking in another room, it's maybe a bit of jazz or whatever. So mm-hmm. for every room, there was something different. And this was basically, this was like people from all over the world that were coming to sign, to sign you. That's why you were there. So I had, uh, and it was, um, and basically, do you know, do you know, I don't know whether to say the name now. No. <laughs> well, you, 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 I just, uh, do you remember part of what I was going to be doing? So they were trying to kind of link me up and all that. So that was fine. So they'd taken me into another room and they were like, um, here, so it was a big table and I had like, and I never told anybody about this because I was just like, mm, that kind of mm. doesn't paint me in a good light. So I've maybe went to something that's illegal or something, right, you know, because okay, okay. I was only 19, but they're like, drugs, everything on the table, what do you want? <clears throat> I'm like, maybe two lines. No, <laughs> no, definitely not. But I was like, no, I'm good, I'm all right. So next minute they're like, hey, Nicola, come into this next room. I'm like, all right, okay, this sounds like it's going to be good. <laughs> Took me in anyway, and it was people having sex. Is it? Um, what? I don't know why I'm whispering, Wild. but 
Aye, so any of them were having sex, but it was like they were wearing, do you know, do you know, like the eye masks? The no eye masks? way. Do you know the eye masks? I was going through my mind just now. I just watched Eyes Wide Shut with Tom Cruise. That's and what I was, that's. And when, as soon as you said that, that's what I thought, because that no film, way, man. that film, I was watching it on Night Shift about a month ago, I shouldn't have said this, yeah. but that film got me, like it scared me and it's not a scary film, but it's because I know that stuff's real. That stuff it got me. Like Aye. normally, if, see if this was 10 years ago, I could have watched that film and went, Ugh, it's all right, but I'm sitting there going, "Oh my god!" So hold on a minute. Which size of which size of room was this, and how many people are you talking about? It was a big room. Big room. It right, was great. a big room. Aye. So basically, <laughs> but I didn't realise. I didn't realise, and you don't think you don't know about any of this stuff. Mm -hmm. Did you have to wear a mask to go in? No. So you just go in. If I was going through, yeah. All right, but you could see it. Ah. Uh -huh. So they Man. took me in, and they were just like. um does Nicola, like obviously speaking to my manager at the time, does Nicola want to participate? Pretty much. Wow. Does she want to wear a mask? And he's like, no. And then he's like, Nicola, I didn't know. And, and, and he didn't, he didn't know, you know. Up, and then they're like, right, okay, that's fine. So the other people that night got signed. And then yeah, it was like, and there was people that came up to me afterwards and they were like, you know, we really loved your performance and we would love to be here. But, you know, because these people are, some of the people were independent, so they're not actually under any labels. They're just there to see, right, who can we use for certain things? Oh, yeah. Maybe not yeah. just promoting as an artist. Mm -hmm. uh, that was that. And then I found out, obviously, the next day, no, you've not been signed. And I was mm -hmm. like, uh, you, you know. But then I realised, because I found, I found a podcast online oh. about the same guys oh, from, right. Ameri from American artists. Mm -hmm. and they were talking about basically what happens so it's a thing called humiliation initiation aye. so you know about that oh, aye. aye so basically when you are initiated in they have sex with you right basically, it's basically blackmail is it blackmail so they, know they film it mm -hmm. they film it and they um can use it against you so yeah. see if you're signing up to what they're doing, you need to go by everything that they're they're mm -hmm. saying, they want you to do. And then that's how you see people with the, you know, the black eye yeah. and that, because it's a symbol that you belong to us. Uh -huh. And I was like, that <laughs> Wow. You know, but yeah. and then you're having to find this stuff out yourself, but that's what they do. And then mm -hmm. everyone is in on it. Uh -huh. So you've got a stylist. Mm -hmm. And the stylist can obviously, if they're if you're homosexual, mm -hmm. they'll come on to you, touch you in a certain way. It's mm -hmm. all grooming. So that that's that's it to it's, see and they push you to see how far they can take it to say right well is she all in mm -hmm. if she's all in we're going to take her to the top right. so one thing i will say to all the musicians out there people that don't actually know the score right that maybe haven't experienced those things mm -hmm. you'll be offered crazy opportunities mm -hmm. you'll be offered things that you go oh my right. me really know, me but you know why me i absolutely so you don't get to the top unless without sacrifice mm -hmm. and i don't yeah. just mean a wee sacrifice mm -hmm. it is it's your whole oh, being it's your moral yeah, morally you're, you're selling your soul to the your devil. soul that is what it is yeah. um and that's how they initiate you and wow. i wasn't initiated when i was 19 so praise the lord <laughs> thank god right so and so let's go back to you being an individual artist right mm -hmm. uh, can we edit those names out so they're good <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll edit them out uh, no let's keep them in <laughs> no let's keep them in let's get me viral again <laughs> i've got uh, so many uh aye, so many people are going like wow I, they, and they'll probably know it as well they probably know this stuff. i've i've heard oh, i've listened to many a podcast and that's not it i mean to hear it Everybody's I'm, good, I'm mind blown right to now. hear it. 
but I've heard it so many times, but to hear it for you, you're no. kind of two feet away. And I'm like, it still blows my mind. But I, I know, it, I mean, mm-hmm. I was listening to Cy Ferry. Uh, I don't know. And he had a, he had a musician much and such from this area, mm-hmm. a guitarist. He sang on the show. This is maybe September, October last year. And Slaney and Cy Ferry were like, you, any chance of getting big? And he's like, nah, mate, you've got to sell your soul for that. Just a, just a, a throw in comment mm-hmm. and they kept going, but I'm like, he knows it's score. They all, Absolutely. Knows. So it's... It's like the, the worst kept secret almost. Uh, it's not about, it's not about talent. No. It's no. not about any of that. And do you know what? I love, you, you do you know Joss Stone? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. I absolutely love Joss Stone and I have done like for years and it made me love her even more because she was signed up. She started the music industry when she was 14 mm-hmm. and her dad's our manager and, you know, obviously mm-hmm. getting pushed in all the right the, the right areas, mm-hmm. taking over to America and, you know, transatlantic mm-hmm. fibre. You're breaking it in uh, the UK, but also America as well. That's mm-hmm. a big deal, especially if you're 14. Mm-hmm. And then um, she got to, I think it was kind of late 20s and they were asking her to do things. She's like, I don't want to do that. Right. She ended up buying herself out of her contract for £16 million. Pounds. Wow. And now she's free. She opened so up her she's... own label, but that's a thing. Nobody knows about you after that. Uh, because they're all, they're all control of the media. Well, you yeah. know, As we know that, it's the all media, manipulated. The, me- the media rubbish. runs everything and it's, mm. it's who they want you to see, I suppose. Aye. So individual artists, uh, who do you, who, who would you... Who's your go-to as and who do you know that's of individual artist that's similar to yourself? Mm-hmm. That is, is there people there to help you to do the individual artist to be you that can, individual artist? You, that you, you can be? you can sign up to labels, right? Labels can only help you get to a certain level, right? But mm-hmm. they'll take a cut of what it is that you're doing. Mm-hmm. You don't get big advances the way that you used to before with record companies where mm-hmm. you're getting into debt and all that, right? right? Mm-hmm. Um, so labels are a wee bit more le- uh, low key. Um, but even at that, I think see when you've got a, a certain amount of experience and you can record yourself and you can maybe send something because mix and mastering is like mm-hmm. a skill in its own right you can maybe outsource people so you're not having a you don't necessarily need a label right so don't get me wrong if you were just starting out and you're maybe 14 or 15 you could go to a place and these people oh they'll nurture you in that because mm-hmm. you're young mm-hmm. but I, mm-hmm. you become self-sufficient you don't yeah. need anybody's help Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. there's funding there you can go to things like Creative Scotland but again it's a hit or a miss mm-hmm. it's and as well it's the same way like even BBC introducing you know it's this woke agenda where there's a diversity tick box so you could you could put your heart and soul into something and you go I've got the best producer on this track mm-hmm. I've got somebody that's uh, somebody that has been 30 or 40 years in this industry uh, that you know mm-hmm. and they're like oh no we can't play that or uh, they might not even get back to you mm-hmm. so I think for somebody that's trying to make it in the music industry, that's maybe young and it's, it's not what you think. It's not what you think. Mm-hmm. So, and that's not a negative thing. No, no. It's empowering because yeah. you go, fuck, I'm way far ahead of all these people. These, right. you know, yep. I, I know the score. Mm-hmm. Now I know how to play you. Mm-hmm. I, I know the score. Mm-hmm. Now I know how to play you. Mm-hmm. Well, see, <laughs> so when people say to me that when you hear it and Aye. you watch things and say the, the music industry is hard, right? Mm-hmm. Would you, would you regard it like that? That's what they mean by talking about. It. It's, it's, it's hard to break down a certain narrative or it's, it's hard to, to get be heard. Is that what, the, is that what the, you think they're meaning? You could be the best singer. Mm-hmm. You could be really, really incredibly talented. Mm-hmm. Society's changed so much now mm-hmm. that 
it's not about talent it's about trend mm -hmm. and it's about pals and it's about who you know mm -hmm. it's about um i it's about who you know mm -hmm. and it's not really about anything else mm. is that what you asked no, me there? i know that mm. i that's exactly it yeah that's so exactly. i know it sounds like doom and gloom but it's like almost uh well i mean even for me you've already gone to that in my spotify list because i'd rather follow people like yourself that's talking your way and for envy it's listening i'm sure even like 14 15 year old young girls or boys that are thinking about it watching this will maybe try and i mean there's probably a ceiling now because of that because what you've just told us about that room and, and yeah. selling your soul but yeah. there's a ceiling now and to get you to that level is mm -hmm. what we're all trying to do and i'm sure you are trying to do that yourself aye absolutely yeah uh, it's just authenticity you Aye. want to be as authentic as possible yeah. but you're looking you know if you look at people like Nicki Minaj and Jay-Z and all that we, you know Aye. you know what's behind that and yeah. it's not just a physical thing it is spiritual warfare yeah. these people practice magic it's called mm -hmm. ceremonial magic it's the mm -hmm. same way they I'm trying to use my words <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, I don't want to say too much but no right so what we'll do is that, that, I'm loving this chat. I know. Me I too. love this chat. Right. So what we'll do is we will we will stop for a wee half time break, mm -hmm. uh, and we'll let you listen to uh, your new song, uh, Get okay. High. Uh, so we'll we'll play that next, and uh, we'll no, she's going to sing for us. And then we're going to come back, uh, and we're going to do part two. Yeah, I've been so nice. Thank awesome. you. Fantastic. Yours. Protect myself and I didn't want to give my heart away 
everything out on you So I made you play the fool I didn't love myself How could you, how could you Boy, you were so good to me And I was insecure I should've loved myself more I should've loved myself more Right back, that was Get High by the Nicola Taylor, the lovely Nicola Taylor we've got here. That was out on the 30th of December. You can get it pretty much everywhere. Yeah, Spotify and Spotify. All kind of main all, all your platforms. Yep. So uh, that was a great first half. I'm buzzing to get home and share the show out for myself. I love that. But we'll go back to the, the, I want to touch upon the domestic abuse, the relationship that we've all been through and talking for myself as well we've all been through it mm -hmm. and even that how it, that shapes us uh i feel you, you actually said it earlier and i was gonna say that having the year that you've been single did you say that or was that yeah, outside? Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah i think we all need that i think we all need a time in our lives where we need to be single we need to find ourselves and i had that late into my life which is one of my biggest regrets i went from relationship to relationship and i didn't know who i was mm -hmm. and having that i had a year as well and it's the best thing that ever happened because then you go into a new relationship and you value the things that you've trained yourself to. So what about yourself? Can you share some, what you've. Mm. Um, hmm. I like, I've, I think in total, I've had about three long-term relationships. Mm. Um, they definitely shape you mm. and mold you, um, teach you a lot about yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think one of my first memories, um, was quite traumatic. Um, like I was getting it with this guy and we were, we ended up being just really good friends. And I, I, I knew that he was really in love with me, mm -hmm. but I, I just got to the point where I was like, I don't really know how to say that. I don't feel the same way, mm -hmm. you know, cause you know yourself, mm -hmm. you people please. And then you go, yeah. if I tell them, I don't want to be there with them or, or love them in that way, I'm going to get abandoned. And then I'll mm -hmm. not see them again. And you know, it's, yep. <laughs> It's crazy the things, the way you've been programmed and the, the things you've taught being learned from your yep. parents and mm -hmm. your siblings, you know, and your your family. Um, and then it, it just, it got to a point where I was like, God, I really can't do this, but the boundaries were being pushed, you know? Mm -hmm. Oh, but we can make it work. And, you know, I think that's a lot, I think a lot of young women experience, or just women in general, experience that. Not just women, guys as well. Yeah, yeah. They experience that manipulation and mm -hmm. you go, oh, 
and you're kind of a pushover so you just go right yeah. maybe we can work even you know you're you're so you're so screaming at you like mm-hmm. mate this isn't going anywhere yeah. you're wasting your time so I'd, I was really clear with the guy and he was a really nice person but mm-hmm. um that night that says listen I'm going to be leaving I've got a flat whatever it was and he'd come in and he was like out his face totally right and to give you a bit of perspective mm-hmm. he was working 80 hours a week, eight mm-hmm. hours plus. I wasn't really seeing him. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I'm only young. Mm-hmm. I want to be out enjoying myself. I don't want to be waiting on somebody coming in, paying for a flat that I'm really staying myself. I want my freedom, mm-hmm. you know? But I just didn't know how to voice that. Mm-hmm. And then he'd come in and grabbed me. And mm-hmm. I, right in for the neck joked me um not to go to graphic but if yeah. we're going to talk oh, about yeah. it you may as well because yeah. millions of people experience oh, yeah. these things yeah. you know yeah. and it's about how do you get back from that how do you you know or, or what was it that led to that mm-hmm. why, why were my boundaries pushed pushed so much mm-hmm. you know but anyways he came in grabbed me really started punching me um you know what i mean like nobody's ever nobody's ever done this to me before so I I didn't know where to go and the way that my house was laid out there was only one exit and uh, again grabbed me but it was like all I was being flung about the place and Mm. I genuinely really and not to sound pure dramatic Mm. it's not about that it's about being truthful I didn't think I was going to get out of that house alive Mm -hmm. Um, and then I'd seen that the front door was left open and I was screaming, like screaming for my, my neighbours or somebody to come and save me. Mm-hmm. I, I genuinely thought that. I thought that's it for me. And then he, when I went to get out the door, he'd grabbed me, kicked me in the back and pulled my hair. And then I was on the floor and I was like, I'm not getting up from this, you mm-hmm. know? And it's it's that, mm-hmm. um, that panic and don't know, the adrenaline kicked in and I managed to jump up Um I managed to jump up and then get out of the door and he ran after me and chased me all the way, all the way till I just kept running to my mom. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? You're like, mm-hmm. I've never been able to run like this before. <laughs> what the fuck's going on now? <laughs> Maybe it was just this kickstart I needed. <laughs> um, but I, so I've, I've went through that and mm-hmm. it, may, it also, you know, because it's not just necessarily the other person or what's happened to me are playing the victim mode. Yeah. It's no, we're not doing that anymore. No. It's not about being a victim. It's about... Why did I let that happen? And what was what were my actions? What, what was it that I've done that created yeah. that situation? You know? Mm-hmm. And then I think growing from that, and then as you were saying earlier on, you go from one relationship to another. Mm-hmm. Because ultimately, ultimately, the common theme is you don't love yourself. Yeah. You're looking mm-hmm. for that and other people to go mm-hmm. to appease you and yeah. to go, oh, I love you. And, and you're like, look in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Start remembering who you are. Mm-hmm. Start doing the things that make you tick. Mm-hmm. You know, find find yourself. And that can take years for people. Yeah. Some people don't have that outlet. Don't get me wrong. Mine has been music my whole life, right? Mm-hmm. But there's some people out there that maybe don't even want to live after something like that. Yeah. Or just in general, generally just feel depressed. And it's like, what what is the way out? There's no mm-hmm. path there. And it goes yeah. back to... Um, just in connection to having that codependent relationship where mm-hmm. you're looking for somebody, oh, I need you to be with me or save me or look at, get that. We don't oh, need aye. that. Mm-hmm. It goes back to the father figure not being in the house. Yep. Most men that I speak to that don't have their dads or haven't had their dads in their life, 
actively not been in their life through choice. Mm -hmm. um, don't get me wrong, there's some people that maybe have lost their parents. Mm -hmm. It's a different thing, yeah, you know, it's obviously that's yep. really a traumatic thing still. But for someone to live and get through their life mm -hmm. and go through all these trials and tribulations, you go, you know, you're trying to learn about your body, your body's changing, mm -hmm. you know. It's different, different obviously for guys, but it's different for women for having that yep. male, the dominant figure yep. that's there to protect, mm -hmm. to fight your battles and fight your corner, to mm -hmm. support and lift yeah. and to give you the help that you need. And yeah. you're obviously a father, so you know, yeah. you know I the think, drill. So the, the domestic, so what we're talking about here is domestic abuse and domestic mm -hmm. violence mm -hmm. uh, all in one. And I think that there's a lot of people, a lot of females out there and guys, like you just said as mm -hmm. well, that are dealing, dealing with this environment now they're actually they may be the the causer of these issues mm -hmm. or they may be just living in that situation and they don't know how to get out of it mm -hmm. so that would be my next question but what would be what, how did you now first of all when did you see the pattern change and when did you see the it becoming when did you know this is or did it just happen I domestic seen, violence domestic abuse no at first it wasn't directed towards me so i'd seen the anger with somebody else mm -hmm. and that kind of scared me a wee bit but I didn't think overly think too much about it because I'm like is it justified mm. when you're young you'd, you'd never seen it before mm. kind of thing you're just kind of starting to see it yeah. aye so I'd seen him act that way with somebody else but it wasn't like obviously not a partner because I was I was with him but mm -hmm. just other people like even and you, you know yourself see if you're going out with someone and they say watch how they treat the waiter Watch how they treat the people yeah. that are not even a big part of their life, you know, yeah. fleeting, fleeting connections. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. how someone will really show their true colours. Yep. And what I've noticed throughout my life and throughout having these experiences with different relationships, mm -hmm. because after that, I ended up going out, going out with someone that was 16 years older than me. Mm -hmm. And it relates back to not having the father figure there because yeah. you're looking yeah. for somebody to look after uh, you, but yeah. mm -hmm. you don't quite understand mm -hmm. it. Um, and then I noticed the common theme in the attitude was um, not even so much aggression. It's It was more, the first one was the aggression I seen, which was to, um, wait, the alcohol. Mm -hmm. So he was a chef and he was working crazy hours out flirting with whoever. And, I, and I'm knowing this and I'm like, you're actually not treating me right. Mm -hmm. This is another reason I want to leave you. Mm -hmm. You know, so he obviously wasn't taking accountability for what he was doing to me, yeah. you yep. know? Yep. But anyway, so that's that. And then I moved on and went out with someone who was much older than me. Again, noticed that narcissistic behaviour. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You, you know, and it, that's such a buzzword when people are like, oh, it's pure narcissistic. <laughs> no, no, no. You know, you're just an arsehole, Aye. really. You're yeah. an arsehole and you're projecting your own shit onto me. Mm -hmm. See if your life's not worked out the way that you wanted it to work mm -hmm. out. Don't put that on me. Yep. You know, I'm younger, I don't need to be with you. Yeah. You're you're privileged to be with me. Yeah. And I think that's the attitude that a lot of women need, need now. And yep. see, just relating back to the music, this is the type of message I want to put out in my music. Not just female power, but power to women and men yeah, yeah. that feel that way. Mm -hmm. yeah. They maybe mm -hmm. don't have the confidence to stand up for themselves, to go, ah, you're out of order. Yeah. Uh, no, you're, you know, to really walk away from somebody yeah. is probably the hardest thing you can I, do. I, uh, I know this can get a lot of women's back up, but I don't mean it in this way at all. But I think the issue with men, the issue with men right now, and men do need, they're not men really, they're boys mm -hmm. uh, and there is an issue. But I think women can hold them accountable. Just what you said. Aye. Like I've said, and I, I know a lot of guys maybe watching this will say don't because I'm ruining the fun. But 
men don't need to be gentlemen and, and good guys anymore because women are just throwing themselves like they you're you know, I, just need I a look or TikTok and that was maybe that was maybe Nicola before we came in but <laughs> no, no but they're I mean, looking at I'm rumbled she's, she's rumbled no I'm no, not but, but I mean women can hold men to standards like don't accept mm. like that's basically absolutely what you're don't accept Aye. bullshit for men just mm -hmm. like the men want to put out in the first date and then they'll they'll it's like I always tell them like don't put in a first date don't put it until three four months until you know what kind of guy he is they'll show their true colors absolutely. within three months and the red flags that you're pointing mm -hmm. out with Absolutely. the drink and the, the that's the things that women can do but they don't uh, and there's an issue with both but mm -hmm. hookup culture drink we're all kind of and then obviously back to what you first said at the start with what was what we've seen when we were young we accept as the norm so mm -hmm. if our mom and dads are fighting and hitting each other mm -hmm. you see that as a normal relationship then you go into one yourself and you're like I guess it's fine. This is the normal. Everybody goes through it, but yeah. we, we need to stop taking the crap. It, it's to me, it's absolutely. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's called excited misery. Yeah. When you're exposed to that type of trauma, yeah. You know, you know, guys go, ah, "You love the drama," or somebody so and so loves it. You're right, uh, but there's a term for it because mm -hmm. it's an actual trauma response. I actually said that to Bob on the Maggie show, the last show we did. Right. He, I said to him, like what he'd seen in his younger years. Mm -hmm. he sees that as normal behavior so now he's got he's he's admitted he's he's like a bit on an adrenaline junkie mm -hmm. he's searching for highs and adrenaline rushes because yep. that's the norm for him yeah and it, and it i mean i know everyone's not the same on it tarring everybody with the same brush but to me that's the stuff i'm i'd love to talk to like a psychologist i mean we ourselves from what we've gone through we're kind of that in a way i think mm -hmm. but a psychologist would know these things better and be able to put them into words but there's patterns that we'll see and they'll stick with us and, and and it's experience as well yeah, experience. so do you know how you were saying earlier about you know a lot of women could stand up and, and these are things that they should be learning yeah. you know it's taken me experience mm -hmm. i've noticed no just about oh i've just i just knew that i was just comfortable i, I could be mm -hmm. it's taken me a long time to really go even from last year mm -hmm. last year's been the full year up until now mm -hmm. is with the time that i feel like i've got so strong awesome. it's like you know, you can't, you can't do that now, right. you know, and I really, I think it's important to be truthful with people because I respect that. I respect it, but I would expect that in return. I, I want people to be truthful and honest with me as well. Like mm -hmm. Nicola, that's not quite right. Or that was great. Or, you know, just in mm -hmm. general, I maybe wouldn't have said that. I think it's, I think it's good to be. So uh, that, this is be, this is all, this is all came about because you became aware of mm -hmm. obviously your past experiences mm -hmm. that have let you down mm -hmm. uh, big time mm -hmm. uh, and now you're kind of you're now you're saying you're, you've been a year single you're starting to see things mm -hmm. differently mm -hmm. uh, so for example if you were going to give advice to somebody right to a woman or, or a guy mm -hmm. and they're in a, a situation or in a pickle you're in the new world they're maybe in a relationship that's not working out for them mm -hmm. apart from just saying to them right just you need to just go single you need to just mm -hmm. come off it what would the what advice what extra advice would you give them it depends on the situation yeah it depends on what it is that they're going through what is it they're accepting if it's abuse then you need to if it's physical abuse then you need to get away done. you need to get away you need to get people involved you need an outside source that's you need people to intervene 100 percent um if it's what kind of thing are you talking like is there anything in specific that you mean like relationship dynamic wise i just mean as in so 
say somebody's watching this, right? And and they're hitting home. Then your notes are definitely hitting home, right? Mm-hmm. And the points that we're making, well, aye, that's actually happening to me, mm-hmm. right? I suppose, well, you've, you've kind of said it. If it depends on what it is. I mean, everything's so unique. Everybody's in individual status or individual things that are happening right now are mm-hmm. so unique. Mm-hmm. But it's still the same ball game in it. It's still mm-hmm. the same stuff. So I suppose, I suppose, I suppose there isn't really an answer to the, the question. I suppose there isn't Aye. really anything because if it is getting too physical and it is being, then it's just the case. Well, you need to go. It's done. Just, just get out it's, that it's that very, room. It's unique for everybody, mm-hmm. um, and I think taking a step back, even if you're not broken up with a person, mm-hmm. taking a step back to actually be out of their energy, mm-hmm. because when you're going out with somebody and you're in their space all the time and you know yourself when you're when you have sex with someone the two the two become one but it's it's a soul tie Mm -hmm. so you're you're connecting souls with these people i know it sounds kind of airy fairy right but it's it's a spiritual thing Mm -hmm. and you're not just taking on the stuff that they've gone on inside you're taking on all their previous partners Mm -hmm. you're taking on all that energetic residue Mm -hmm. as well yeah that and how that affects you so you're right when you said wait a few months Mm -hmm. see the person's true colors and that's the thing and that's what i was saying to both of you earlier on if the person isn't speaking right they're not speaking my language Yeah, yeah, you can't yeah, be in my yeah, life yeah, yeah. no if, if you're not on the same page as me it's not happening um i'm not here to hook up you Man, know i love this i love this because it's obviously we're, we're, we're all going through it and i'm going through it a wee bit myself obviously and, I, mm-hmm. and i'm thinking to myself i need to look after myself because if i don't look after myself mm-hmm. i'm not treating the person that i'm with mm-hmm. with the respect that they're due and, I, and I'll say that all day long. I've been with people, I've been with girls and, and I've let them down. And, and you can only apologise to them, but the whole point is, is because you need to sort your, your own shit, if you like, right? You need sort to sort your, own, sort your own shit. And I think there's not enough people doing that. Aye. You've been, and we don't need to point out individuals, but you've got a really good and a good relationship with your mm-hmm. wife because you're, you and your wife got on really well when she gives you space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's just that. It's the space that you give each yeah. other. It's what makes it work yeah it's just having that when i when i went through that journey with the self-knowledge and the philosophy that i got into and learn about me was the same time i was single that year so when i was ready to settle down again i met my wife it was just like the two of us she was on the same level and now it's like the the communication and everything so it's the way i see it is if you're gonna get into a relationship with somebody you you have to view it as do they make my life better yeah because if they're not then to me when I work and mm-hmm. that's the way I, I always say and as well I've said to you a few times when people meet people it, a lot of people are right now are going out and meeting people in a nightclub when it's dark and they're drunk and they're going home they're sleeping with them they're waking up and they're like is this a person that bond that you talk to be mm-hmm. and then they wonder people are splitting up after two three years mm-hmm. and divorce rates are going through the roof because of that culture that's what yeah. we've gone through I'm just glad I'm just glad I can't get back into Savoy <laughs> <laughs> I <know. laughs> but I mean, since I've been like going out in 17, 18 year old, whatever, it's been the hookup culture, the, yeah. the Tinders, the dating apps and the nightclubs. And no wonder, like I say, that people are, they're not finding that connection. Mm-hmm. And that's why I said to you, like meeting someone through this podcasting game or doing what you're doing, you know that they're going to compliment you because they're into the same thing yeah. as you. Yeah, And, that, yeah. and they just, I'm not just saying, I, I know I've said that to you, but they're, everyone needs to find someone that Aye. are in the same interest because Aye. 
of myself, talking for myself, you meet someone, they don't like what you do, they're not interested, it drives a wedge, and then it's kin. Yeah. Right. So have someone that supports you. But I mean, I, I think, I mean, bring it back to the title of the show, Green Sunrise, the, the mental health. One of the biggest issues with mental health is, well, for men, I know I'm not being biased, but for men, the suicide rates, a lot of it is to do with women, like split ups. Yeah. And yeah, I'm not blaming yeah. women. Mm-hmm. I'm saying it's, it's because 50, they don't 50, know how to. He's gaslighting me. No, 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 no. <laughs> but I'm saying men, men, men commit suicide. Like a huge is financial. And another huge one is divorce and splitting up and they kind of hack it because yeah. men are different for women and mm-hmm. i know that's something you're supposed to say in the room but they, they, they act differently in breakups and and that's why i think it's good to talk about relationships that's the only reason I, absolutely thanks for sharing that because yeah it's massive no, to share. thanks for sharing that it's, it's, it's hard to share it and there's a lot but what, what you've done with that is you've given you've given somebody an opportunity to say no hold on a minute it's time for me to say right mm-hmm. enough's enough mm-hmm. i need to ask for help mm-hmm. and we talk about that in Green Sunrise. Like if if you need any help, reach, reach out. out. Reach mm-hmm. out. And, reach out to people that can identify with you. Yeah. So we Absolutely. can identify and we can help you as well and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I thank you so much for t- for talking about that anyway. No, no problem. Uh, spiritual wise, right? So let's go on to your, your spiritual journey and mm-hmm. and how you can help yourself, mm-hmm. but how you're also you're helping other people as well with the stuff that you're doing. So can you explain? All right, a okay. Bit? So for we heal the soul. That's my, yeah, heal that's the soul. My, yeah, my side business. So that's your um, side. Say business, heal the soul. Heal the soul, I. So I do um, massage, Reiki, um, Indian head massage. What else have we got? Reflexology. And I've just started, um, well, for the past few months, I've started a private course um, doing a naturopathic medicine. Right. Um, so that's basically like Chinese herbs, um, homeopathy, mm-hmm. um, how it works, how it heals the body. And all of that stuff. All so that, I'm absolutely mm-hmm. loving awesome. it. And like, that's always... You've just started that? Aye. The past few months I've been doing it. Uh, and I, I really love it. Good. I really love it. It's awesome. awesome. So give me something a wee bit. Can you give me anything about that at the very start? So what have you learned from it so far? If you're... Um, probably there's a lot of stuff that I've known for quite a while. Right. Even before doing it. So it's just kind of touching on things I already know. Right. Um, it depends on what you want to know. Well, just get me. So the homeopathy, homeopathy is basically, you know, they say, oh, it's a holistic approach, mm-hmm. but it genuinely is. The What they do is you sit down with someone, you go through their every avenue mm-hmm. of their lifestyle. It's not just about, it's not the way you would go into a doctor, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe in the past and you go, right, well, I'm feeling like shit. Here's a wee antidepressant. <laughs> that'll, that'll, <laughs> that'll do you good. And you go, well, it's actually blocking off a part of my brain. It's numbing me. Mm-hmm. I can't actually feel anything. Mm-hmm. My libido's mm-hmm. no there anymore. It's the side effects. Aye. Suicidal side effects. Aye, aye. Pretty much. So, um, aye, so they go through your full lifestyle. They they check, you know, if there's certain th- other things that you would need, even if it's chiropractic work, if it's your, um, if it's resetting your nervous system, uh, we're doing working with your, your uh, spinal cord by mm-hmm. doing adjustments. Um, so you've got that. And then we've got... Uh, it depends on what your emotional state. Yeah. What's your emotional state on the daily? Mm-hmm. They take that into account. They take in your mental state. How's mm-hmm. your thought patterns? What do you think regularly? Mm-hmm. And how is your what's your life reflecting to you? Because mm-hmm. ultimately, your life is a reflection of a few years mm-hmm. stuff we already know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's mm-hmm. what homeopathy does. And what they do is you can go on things for a long period of time. But the thing with homeopathy, you're not. It's like we. It's like wee balls. 
<laughs> little balls. <laughs> That's uh, what she said. Wee white balls. But they, they distill it and they squeeze, they, they, they press out things from the roots, from shrubs, um, right. from, like, you know, you get essential oils, you get yeah. oils from plants, all that stuff mm -hmm. um, is put into these, dropped into these wee things. They make tinctures, tinctures mm -hmm. as well, so you can drop them into your mouth through the bloodstream quicker. Um, and these things help you all-rounded as a person. Mm -hmm. It's not yep. just one, but you can also have um, an interview, not an interview, but you can have like a, uh, if, if you've got something that's specifically wrong with you, mm -hmm. for example, if it's maybe your pancreas or, you know, if you're secreting too much of the digestive enzymes, how yeah. that's affecting your body, how it's affecting your insulin level, mm -hmm. all of those things, um, you can get things that are more uh, targeted, targeted for chronic, maybe chronic health and yep. they'll help with that. So that's, ah, that's right. what I love about it. But the Chinese, the medicine, the herbs, yep. the psychedelics mm -hmm. um, is more things I'm learning about than it. it's mm -hmm. just absolutely incredible oh wow yeah we i need to get clued up and obviously you've said to me we'll learn from today's mm -hmm. uh, podcast or the episode if you like but you already said you'll give us a wee hand and to to let us know what what should be getting touched and what how to absolutely how to, i mean i don't know everything obviously of, no no I no of I don't, i'm i'm still learning myself yeah. but it's well if you did, you would offer to go to a party with 50 cent you might have known there'd be <laughs> but uh <laughs> So you, you, you ruined it, Nicola. But, uh, <laughs> okay. uh, what about he's Reiki? manipulative. <laughs> what, what about is it Reiki or Reiki? Reiki. I'm really because just uh, I was getting tattooed, and the woman that was tattooing me was in it big time, and right. this was like seven, eight years ago, and she was telling me all about it, but it's going in my mind. So when Paul told me that you were into that, nah, right, okay, it was like, it's basically you like become a, you're, you're a channel. You're, it, cha aye. you're channeling energy, aye. aye. You're, so you're opening yourself up. You're opening up your body as a, a um, like a gateway conduit. of like a, a vessel. You're a, a vessel, vessel, basically. Aye. So you need to clear your channels. You need to be super for it to be a, to be really successful. Mm -hmm. You need to work with someone that's really purely clean. They're they're yeah. they're eating, they're thinking, their yeah. behaviour, their their daily routine. It's something that you would really need to go to. Okay. Somebody that's a like proper specialist. Mm -hmm. um, don't get me wrong. We can. We're all healers. Uh, yep, yeah, of course. We we can all. We've got your hands. Mm -hmm. Your hands are symbolism with your hands when you're breathing because mm -hmm. we're electricity. We've got electricity running through uh, our body, and yep. you know there's certain uh, symbols and things that you can do. Um, not part of the Illuminati. I thought you were going to I'm definitely not. No. An Andrew, joke, an Andrew Tate hang along. Love uh, it. You want, have you got a Bugatti? <laughs> <laughs> so I was out with this girl and like, mate, I don't know from your English or your name, I don't uh, understand. Uh, <laughs> uh, I quite like some of the stuff he said, but. Aye. Um, what were we talking about? Sorry. Reiki. Reiki. Reiki aye. aye. So you're basically channeling energy, but it's visualisation. It's stuff we can do ourselves. You just need to tune into your body. Yeah. Um, and you can do, use the visualizations to help mm -hmm. heal parts of your body with things like light, mm -hmm. visualizing lights, colors, mm -hmm. um, vibration and sound, like 432 hertz. Okay. So most music is in its 4414. That's right. Yeah. Right, I've so I've that. actually got a friend, right? A guy that just off, off topic, right. right? He's actually tuned all of his pianos and his instruments to 432. Aye. Mm -hmm. so see when that's I walk, the good one is it aye aye aye, aye, aye. So, so, sorry explain to me what, how does so this that's work? the healing frequency oh, so right. when it when it affects you 
Mm-hmm. That affects your, you know, uh, your. Yeah. It opens up, you know, your chakras, your energy, uh, your right. energy points in your body. It helps yeah. balance them out. And what um, is the four four one or four four zero? What's that? One? It's a wee bit more depressing. Is it? It's. I I I have always said, and I've said it on my show, so my listeners all know. But I've always wanted to do a show on music and mm-hmm. frequency and and healing yeah. and energy. Mm-hmm. Because I do think it's, we are, everything that you've said yeah. today is, ah, you know, voice. I, I've your heard voice is before. the most important thing. That's the uh, thing that makes the noise. Be- before I, mm-hmm. before I asked you on, on to uh, Green Sunrise, there was a, a boy that I was talking to about it. Mm-hmm. He didn't know what, he didn't know if he could come on the camera and all that, but, and I will obviously won't mention his name, but he was talking about, he would love to do something surrounding music therapy mm-hmm. because music therapy mm-hmm. is, well, it's it's, it's <laughs> a therapy. Mm-hmm. And I think music, we spoke about it all the time, uh, but music is life the, the easiest way i can ex- describe it for somebody that doesn't know about that stuff would be like there's certain songs you hear and you just you're just happy the beat yep. and all that mm-hmm. and then there's certain songs that lower the tone mm-hmm. but you can take that to the next level and go what's it actually doing to my body frequencies mm-hmm. hertz and all that can like so which what you're saying is that with your friend or your brother tune the guitar piano. it was my friend i tuned so, his pianos down to four three two to see when i heard frequency. it Aye. different vibe I, f- I felt different <laughs> really wow, strange cool. because, well not strange but because when you think about Aye. it it does make sense mm-hmm. um, but most music nowadays when when it's been when it's been mastered yeah. there's frequency that they put over music that's why you have things like our you know do you think of like cardi b okay it's um it's a form of it's a form of MK Ultra, Aye, where it's that. it's <laughs> yeah, it pro programs you, so you're it's hypnotic. The beat is yeah. hypnotic. It keeps you, and it it it's like a an earworm, so it stays stuck in your head, yeah. and it's it's subliminally uh, sexualizing. People are just yeah, yeah. That, and yeah. that's why yeah. that's why we're in the situation we're in yeah. today. That's why lasses don't respect themselves, yeah. and guys don't respect themselves either. Aye, you know, and it's what they're seeing and absorbing. Hypnotism, like a, like you're hearing the beat, yeah. you're listening to the lyrics, but your nay, it's mm-hmm. going into your subconscious. Mm-hmm. And then that's what you then take into your life. Aye. Aye. It's called informed consent. Aye. So mm-hmm. they're letting you know, we, this is what's going on. It's the same with the movies. Mm-hmm. This is what's happening. You go like, oh, that's just, that's just fake. You look, watch 007. You watch all of these <laughs> mad, crazy action films. You go, wait a minute. Now that everything's, there's been a mass awakening yeah. with the past few years. Yep. It's waking so many people up. So people yep. go, fuck, that shit is actually Aye. real. But they've mm-hmm. just been... They dribble it through yeah, yeah. just to go, we'll, we'll just tell them what we're doing. But by them not backing up and them not showing any resistance, mm-hmm. they've accepted it. Yeah, yeah. And that's what the spell casting comes in. Mm-hmm. That's why it's, 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 um, it's things called, um, what do they call it? Principalities. I know it's mm-hmm. more of a kind of spiritual thing. I know they mm-hmm. speak about that stuff in oh, the yeah. Bible. It's a whole other story, but no. there's the regional, regional deities that affect parts of the world. Okay. So that's why, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? That's why we've got third world countries mm-hmm. and you, that's a whole other topic. I'm, leaving, I'm not even <laughs> going to go there. But, but it still relates to mm-hmm. everything that we do. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's, you can still, we can still talk about it. Do you want to talk about religion? I heard you, you, there was a comment you made earlier and you were like, we'll get on that later. Um, it was like when you said, I, that. I, I, well, we can go, we can dispose of it. Yeah. It was when you said about God, God and me. Aye, 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 aye. So, um, like growing up, my family were Catholic, mm-hmm. probably as, the most, the like same as, as most as people. I, I, but my dad was dead, dead strict with it. Mm-hmm. So that, that level of, uh, 
control mm-hmm. without him even probably he think he's doing the right thing you know mm-hmm. you become indoctrinated and you this this is the way and yes mm-hmm. and the prayers and the words the language you're using when you're praying and how you're mm-hmm. doing that with your hands and mm-hmm. how you're closing off your energy centers mm-hmm. oh it's, it goes real deep right yeah. and then when you're even see even when you're when you bless yourself mm-hmm. what it represents so mm-hmm. when you when you bless yourself when you do that uh-huh so it's it's an upside down. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, have that you one. seen that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But see, when you actually do it, and yeah. what's that you're blessing over yourself, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, anyway, apart from that, so that was that was um, quite strict all the way through, but it, it affected me mm-hmm. on a really big scale because even when I try to have relationships with people, mm-hmm. I was looking back now, I was very dysfunctional because, see, having like sex mm-hmm. and being close with someone and all that. Mm-hmm. My dad would always look down and go, like, you, you shouldn't be doing that. That mm-hmm. is wrong. You're, you're, you've ruined it. Like mm-hmm. really condemning me, really. So then you're feeling guilty. Mm-hmm. Then you're living with that guilt mm-hmm. and that shame and you're feeling bad about yourself, mm-hmm. you know? And most people, most people I speak to that are, have been in religious cults or mm-hmm. have been affected in Aye. that way, yep. you know? So, um. It, it's it's funny. It's not a change of subject, but go I, was for watching, it. I was watching Family Guy this morning. Oh, <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. And it was the, I think it was the third episode and it was about uh, Peter's relationship with his dad and his dad eventually gets his dad back that's in, right? right that's and right. his dad's all that, that heavy Catholic and all that. He says, ah, your, 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 your wife's a whore because she's a Protestant. <laughs> your wife's a Protestant whore and all that. And it's so funny, but <laughs> he comes back into obviously Peter Griffin's life and all that and mm. it's like, he's, he's, getting his, he's getting his son into trouble, his grandson into trouble. What are you doing in that toilet? And he's like, I'm just... Just I go there every day. I'm gonna shit, man. He's like, you can't do that in the toilet. So the boy stays at the toilet. They're at me. Stop it, Peter Griffin. And then he gets the obviously I've not told you the whole story, but the whole episode's about they find he finds the Pope, mm-hmm. and then he brings the Pope to the house. <laughs> and then even the Pope's like, I can't, I can't even talk. I can't even talk to your dad. Your dad's fucking a nightmare. So I can't even deal with him. It's like this was that kind of. A, but when you were saying that about your own dad, Aye. it took me to Peter Griffin's dad. Aye. Aye, <laughs> Crazy! I love Family Guy. Ah, oh, it's so brilliant. It's brilliant. <clears throat> but, uh, but aye, religion is. So is it? De- so, it's it's detriment. So it's really. Zeit so Geist was a. You're kind of. We'll talk about ten a bit about Zeit Geist, but Zeit Geist was a kind of your opening to look, finding it like. Well, no. Listen, was it see, that? during that time, and then obviously after like some of the stuff I went through, and then my dad left, and all of that, mm-hmm. we went through me and my brother because we were we're really close, like. We started watching stuff like that when we were 10. And then right. it was like David Icke and how we were talking about the implant and the yeah, chip yeah, and yeah, yeah. all the stuff that is happening. Because mm. when he says, it's a script, it is a fucking script. <laughs> we know, we know yeah. what's going on now. He oh, was right, know. you know. Um, but uh, just I see when you say that to people, but. Mm-hmm. Aye, but it's, is it the right people? Do you know what I mean? It's <laughs> they, like. They, it's a script, but they did like Aye. What do you but, mean? But, uh, so, so after that, and then I kind of fell away from it. I always had, like, always think about God as like a man and the way they used to tell you about Jesus and mm-hmm. scripture and all that stuff. So then I fell away from it and then I was heavily involved in the new, the new age and it was always this mad spiritual work and mm-hmm. entities and all that crazy things and tarot. I was heavy, because I loved it, but at the mm-hmm. same time I was always kind of. Yeah. You think about it? I was a bit afraid of it because that's what religion teaches you, that you're not your own, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but anyway, so that was fine. I fell away from that. Um, and then I ended up, at the beginning of last year, mm-hmm. I went to this new church. It was an evangelical church. Had some people there that I knew and I was like, 
maybe this could be a new thing for me. This mm-hmm. is this is cool, and I really needed it because I just broke up with someone right. mm-hmm. that right. that year, mm-hmm. um, and I was going through quite a tough time. So I was like, I need I need something anyway. So that's what I done done it for six months. And I started noticing lots of little discrepancies when I, because I was, I, this podcasts, scripture, studying this. But wait a minute, that doesn't really add up with that. And that doesn't add up with that. Mm-hmm. End up documentaries, whatever. Yep. Fell away from it. Mm-hmm. And I'd ended up having a, a chat with my sister. We went out uh, one day for a walk, work walking in Mugduk Park. <clears throat> and we were chatting for ages. We ended up getting lost. And she's like, listen, I know you're on a journey. And I know that you're kind of went back, you're kind of at this church and all that. And she just blew my mind. She reminded me of stuff that I already knew. And it really blew my mind that she went into even more mm-hmm. information yeah. and it changed my mind. So I ended up leaving that church and it made me realise, these people are brainwashed. <laughs> you know, but th- that's me. that was me. And now I'm, you know, and it's just the layers kept shedding and shedding. Mm-hmm. And then... I ended up watching the Zeke case, as you oh, were saying, you and mm-hmm. I'd watched that a long time ago, but it was more significant now because it was relevant to what I was going through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And then how it tells you, and you go like, oh my God, mm-hmm. my real, what is my existence? You know, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and how like the sun and the degrees and the planetary alignment mm-hmm. and how we are directly affected by the moon and mm-hmm. oh, yeah. the sun rose and you are, on the third day. And yeah. you're, you're also a flat earther. I <laughs> know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's my favourite one it's got a season four. Well, don't really know too much about it I've nah, heard the you, term a lot but <laughs> it should be a light hearted one but a lot of people get annoyed people about. get annoyed it, man, uh, is this to do with like the outer side of the Antarctica no? aye. aye is that to do with that yeah aye, aye. aye. well there aye. is there is aye. real into it no oh, aye <laughs> <laughs> is that for another time <laughs> aye, that's for another time that's I know see to me uh, like I would advise anyone to get into this stuff because it's like it's eye opening and w- as you were saying, just that bit that you just said is about finding yourself, what's right, what's wrong, what's true, what's not. And I went to church for a time as well. Mm-hmm. And I went to alpha schools. I went, I remember my mates are all playing football. I'm 16, 17. And I'm saying, no, I'm staying in the night, but I'm actually going to somebody's house with a load of Christians that I didn't know and asking questions because I wanted to know it. I've always been that inquisitive yeah. type. So mm-hmm. that's why I always say to people, like if you're sat at home and you're going through mental illness like pick up a book pray it away aye i mean if, yeah. if you're sitting there lying in your bed like i just need to pray this away aye. Aye. well no, I, I, I wouldn't I know. know i mean you can knock religion how you want for me because for me it's it's made about like us and if you think that the church is doing that for you then more power to you absolutely i'm, I'm absolutely. all about that absolutely. but it's like i say i, I couldn't uh, give enough praise to like self-knowledge philosophy just learning mm-hmm. about what is it like see the traditional values that Andrew Tate's talking about I, I'm I'm a, I'm not a big fan of him but I like what he says mm-hmm. I do agree with everything he says but those traditional values of a man and a woman and and what's good for the brain and, and mental health it's all being eroded away I think absolutely it's, we're being polluted I don't know, but you're that guy that left us with nine in the park so it's five versus four. <laughs> <laughs> you're that guy <laughs> don't get me wrong praying is different for mm-hmm. me now. Yeah. It's not that I don't do it. Yeah. I just see it in a different light. And that's yeah. what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, when you realise yeah, God is uh, is actually within. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I like it's that. It's amazing. Awesome. I like that. I loved it. I love it. <laughs> actually, the only reason I got that was I ended up watching Jim Carrey. And he kind of said a few wee things that made me go, whoa. I'll show you it later. Uh, yeah. 
And he's talking yeah. about the claustrum and how it looks like the Ark of the Covenant. Oh, that's it. I shared that on the other day. I shared that the other day. Sacral oh, energy when you don't I have sex. It. Okay. Yeah. It, why, the, why they call Christmas and all that and why mm-hmm. Santa Claus is Santa Claus is because of the claustrum and because of the stuff that goes to the... Cool. The, that's in I, that I, I don't know when they speak to it, but it's... I, uh, it's really I, interesting, I, 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 one but one of the ones I shared it? and I didn't even watch. I watched mm-hmm. like the first five minutes. I, did, I, did, I just shared it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very interesting it. because see, even even like when people say, "Oh, Merry Christmas, mm-hmm. Christmas," when when they broke it down, it was a video I watched. When they break it down in Latin, mm-hmm. it actually means denying of Christ. Oh, okay. The language, so people are actually oh, speaking it over. It's that yep. goes back to the spell, spell casting. casting, and people don't know, and people yep. are doing the the ritual, the ritual, mm-hmm. ritualistic yep. things. Oh, we've got the presents, and we've got these people what? don't know what they're doing. I know. Mm-hmm. But that, that can tell you, there's so many ways, like the common law and all that, and mm-hmm. we've just spoke about yeah. it as well. There's certain, there's, there's a certain vocabulary that you, that you will use mm-hmm. and you may be using the wrong language or mm-hmm. the wrong, the wrong words yeah. uh, and, and just, yeah, where they are. Right, okay. I so basically, I've got some new songs, mm-hmm. uh, ones I've just written recently, um, that I'm really excited about. I yeah. feel like they represent me more mm-hmm. as an artist. You know that way when you just kind of fall into alignment yeah. and you get that, you get a wee groove. We yeah. like, this is the way for me When now. I picked you up, you were singing you wanted your, your new one, weren't you? You were singing a new song or you were singing parts of your new song. Aye. And I thought, oh, I like that. What's that? And obviously this is your new song. That you're Aye, out. new song. So this will be, I've not, I'm actually recording it this week, so it's not kind of finalised. No, but, not finalised, um, but... Uh, but aye, they're kind of good to go. Uh, the next one's called "No More Goodbyes." No more goodbyes. No more. It's a little. It's a little. It's not mm-hmm. a prequel. Would you call it a prequel? <laughs> no. No. Se- sequel. If a sequel. Oh, if, a it's sequel a, if it's afterwards, get to get high. Ah right. Aye, right. so it's kind of themed aye. in a way. But the the other songs that I've kind of sprinkled a little bit of funk on mm. them, just because. For quite a long time, I've you know my songs have been kind of like sad and mm-hmm. don't, it's it's cool, it's good, it's therapeutic, and people sometimes people want to hear that. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm at a, I'm at a stage now. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's no you. This get high energy that mm-hmm. that I've always found from you. Anyway, you've always been energetic and you've always mm-hmm. been full of beans, if you like. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is now you getting your guy. Aye, this is me. And it does take time. See, when you're an an artist, Mm -hmm. you go through lots of different spells. Like, oh, no, this is me. This is me. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I'm at that level now where where it's kind of taking a wee turn. It's going Mm -hmm. from the soul funk stuff. I feel like it's more upbeat. I want to dance. I'm not here to to be sitting doom and gloom. I'm I'm happy left all you people behind (laughs) behind me. (laughs) See you next Tuesday, but... uh, (laughs) Nicola, whatever you do, do not say it before we go on. Whatever you do, do not say those words. Do not say see you next Tuesday. No, but we we joke about that, but we don't... Anything goes. As long as somebody says that, then... (laughs) The guy says that how, how goes, long does it take you to write a song in general? Like ah, good question. Actually, no long. No long. No long. I like hours or days or weeks. But this is all because you've actually went to songwriting and you've done it since you were. Because I've done it uh, for a long for so time. Long, uh, you just you get the. Mm-hmm. Even, even with the songwriting class I've done it was that was only one songwriting class. Yeah, I've so, not really done yeah. it else after yeah. that. But I think that kind of gave me a a vibe to go. Well, you can actually do that, mm-hmm. and then it just came naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think you, I think once you get a songwriting structure done, you just use that same. I've formula. always wondered this. Like, see, when you're writing a song, mm-hmm. are you singing? Like, is is the music there as well, or is it just lyrics? So here's the thing. So when I'm watching one of my favorite films is, is 
eight mile with Eminem, right? Yeah. So his stories about he's, he's writing on the bus and all that, and he's writing these notes and he's he's trying to write. It. Is it kind of like that? Are you writing in your lyrics and just going, ah, oh, that work for that? Aye. And, well, if you've seen one of the other videos that I posted, <laughs> I posted it's me singing in my living room, getting right. off my head, and my neighbours are their heads are done like right. she needs to shut up mm. it's like turning it up please do 11 um, <laughs> 11 but uh, I know it It depends sometimes I'll get a song or somebody might even send me a song if it's me that's not produced it okay. and maybe send me a song like can you write to this and I'm like aye okay ah, so the music and then comes I'll, first then I'll, not all the time but not all the time. and then I'll get the kind of oh yeah uh-huh. little bit of lyrics and then melody will come but there's quite a lot of times where um this, the, the melody will be in my head and then I need to come up with the chords just to kind of okay. add to mm. it and that's how it I've works. always wondered that because it must be I mean writing a song in itself would be I, for me that would be the hardest part but putting music to the words aye because obviously I, I think that would be hard and I always wondered who does that is it the writer or is it the, the musician is to look at the words and go right I can go with that word at the end of the aye. sentence aye well so sometimes if, if you've got the melody in your head then it's just a matter of picking the guitar I'm going oh because if you don't have one aye and then doing it later and just getting the so right kind of vibe. You've got a wee bit of funkiness to come into the next couple of songs after aye, that. Aye. Have you got any, have you got any of this, uh, give me a high here? Daddy? Any, any of that? Wee bit. Give me a high. Don't I give too much away? No. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> give me a high here. <laughs> but still, you've not got any of that that's, coming up, that's not coming up. No. Right? No. 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 None, none, of, none of those things. Certainly I not. do that in my personal, my personal <laughs> time. I've just ruined your music here. Yeah. Anyway, we'll not go It's all right, wait, I ruined it myself. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what music can I ruin? What music can I Right, no, no, look. Nicola, yes. uh, you have been the first... Uh, episode of 2023 thank you so much mm-hmm. uh, Bob would have Bob was, would love to have been here and obviously Maggie as well and all that mm-hmm. but we're going to get that revolver round and we're going to get people moving chairs and stuff like that but thank you so much guys thanks very in. much for mm-hmm. having me I've really enjoyed that yeah it's been, it's been, yeah thank you so much never. it's been really good have, have an awesome day and all that jazz likewise right. thank you uh, thanks to Paul for having me on again and as I say I, I was for my own uh, for my own selfish I, I'm a huge conspiracy nut, so this has been an amazing podcast no, for me. Good. I can't wait him and share it. And what I kind of we've is with, we've, we've actually, I didn't realise how intelligent, no, I knew you were intelligent, no. right? But I didn't realise. He's gaslighting me again. <laughs> I didn't actually, <laughs> give me the, read between the fingers, uh, read between the lines. But uh, no, you've been so, you've been exceptional and thank you so much again. I know I keep saying it. No, thanks very much for having thank me. So I really much. appreciate it and um, I, I love what you stand for. And, and you'll come back on again. I'll come back on. Yeah. We'll maybe and even do a performance next, next time. time. Yeah, you sit in that seat. Yeah. We'll, we'll get we'll yeah. We'll get that colour might suit me more. Um, <laughs> No, they, thank you so much. They bother. But, so Imagine. anyway, uh, thank you for watching today's episode. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please share it out to your friends and family. Uh, and if you want to support the, the Green Sunrise podcast, contact us. Uh, we're on all the, the big fishies, like Big Fish, <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, uh, Telegram, YouTube. Rumble. YouTube, BitChute. Rumble, YouTube, obviously YouTube as well. And BitChute and all that. All the, big, all the big dogs. So thank you so much for watching. Hope you're having a good day. And if there's anything that uh, has come on today's podcast or today's episode that's affected you, then please contact us. Please throw us a line. If you get any advice, that is in the comments mm-hmm. as well. Uh, and thank you again for being uh, for coming to see Green Sunrise. Thank you, Nicola Taylor. No problem. Thanks, guys. Uh, thank you. Thank you.